0: welcome to the curry gumbo podcast review of black girl in paris well not really but that is a good book and there is a short with the same name that has nothing to do with the book but anyway we are talking about atlanta season 3 episode 10 the finale with vanessa and paris stay tuned We start with black girls. Yay. We've been looking yes. for some black girls and we found them. But they're black American girls. And I was hoping for a black, I don't know if black European is the correct term. Well, black they're in American Paris, Europe. so no, but I wanted like lo- local black girls that are that are French. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not American. That's what, like black
1: Parisian girls.
0: Yes. Or black girls from the Netherlands, black girls from wherever because they're there mm-hmm. where are they so we have candace van's friend she was in the drake episode she got flewed out to paris
1: come on flew it out
0: to pee on a dude and she brought her two friends with her she got cut a cute little chick so we see van van is wearing the wig she stole and <laughs> I am sure she sold
1: that, that coat, that bag, that baguette.
0: Van is in this French shop. Her girl from Atlanta who got flued out, she sees her. Van got this whole French accent and she is in character.
1: Yes. Deep method acting.
0: In character. Not even talking to her friend. And she's <clears throat> on some adventure, takes takes her friend on an on an adventure. But first, kind of Alex didn't even know her.
1: At first, I was thinking, do we have a doppelganger situation? Is this Van? But she answers to Van, so I was really confused.
0: Yeah, Van was acting like she didn't know who Candace was, but Candace okay. was sure. So she was like, "No, that is Vanessa from Atlanta." This Candace
1: is showing you why you need a good black girlfriend.
0: Yes van is carrying around this baguette everywhere she goes so the first stop they go to i guess what appears to be her apartment
1: it's gorgeous
0: yes and then we find out that she's a model does this magazine on her table and it has a whole spread on her it has her name vanessa and just mm-hmm. pictures of her like it's like a some type of a vogue magazine looking yeah. type of thing how long has this girl been in paris
1: how long has she been in Paris what life has she created for herself who do the Paris people understand her to be because she has completely sold them this identity yeah I'm gonna go get
0: that wig (laughs) because the wig changed lives yes next stop is another apartment now I'm not familiar with Alexander Skarsgård are you yeah if that's his oh it's Mm -hmm. just me
1: well, I, he's like an HBO darling. who's in True Blood, Big Little Lies. Oh, see, I ain't never seen them shows. Yeah, he's 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 a big deal, and his, his he's a part of a like famous family. His brother his brother is um he's the new It, and his father is a like a famous actor. They're, like it, they're the scary movie
0: It, mm-hmm, the clown. See, I'm not watching that. I understand. I mean, Absolutely. I saw. Okay, I'm looking at the episode and. I just see a handsome white man. You've seen this man. I mean, I saw him in the episode and I still, it didn't, it didn't click until her friends was like, oh, when you stop, start- He was in
1: passing, played the husband in passing. Okay. That's it. If it ain't got nothing black body, the call it, don't know.
0: I don't know you. Sorry. I don't know this man. <laughs> so They have a lot of
1: cameos in this season. Yes, absolutely. A lot of white male cameos. Lots of white. And I was wondering, I said, did, was Alex involved in something problematic because the white men that the men that they've had on the show have been, all been problematic men. Yeah. So I'm like, what's going on? What did I not hear about? But child, I, I don't know. know. He talks about getting naked he and wants then to get naked with them. He's listening to Ashanti. He's got on leopard print underwear. It seems like he comes to this place in order to release some type of wild side. Like if you, you've got on animal print underwear. I don't know if you see these black women immediately think that they're going to be up to, to just release all type of inhibitions with you. They're down for it. They, they really kind of disappointed me, but also surprised me. Let's back up. So, so when
0: the girls, Candace and her friends, Zosha and Shanice, hmm when they were talking, they were saying how they really wanted to explore Paris like a local. I think from their point of view, they're not trying to go to the touristy spots. They really want they want to go on an adventure. They in Paris. Yeah. They having fun. They're just like, listen, this is an experience. We're going to get in some crazy, crazy mess. And we're just going to have a good time and go back home. So that's how I read them as. then plants drugs on on the bedroom in the bed in the on the dresser. They leave the hotel room. She goes down and like panics at the concierge saying she needs help and police asking to get this man in trouble. Candace is looking like WTF. Shanice and Zosha are like hey we just here <laughs> for the ride. Her and this Vespa and this baguette in her backpack. It was just hilarious to me.
1: Was this your favorite episode?
0: Yeah, I'll say this one and the drug episode was my two favorites. Yeah.
1: It felt like the other shows its own independent short film. It gave me like Wes Anderson vibe. It was kind of scary. It was scary, but it was also like really funny. She's at this next location and she's about to go pick up a package but she realizes that the package isn't there and all of these people start just coming out of random areas and they look like they're about to surround van oh yeah it got kind of scary and these ladies and And I'm like, one guy is carrying like a crowbar. Like they look, one guy is missing an eye. They slashed a tire in her Vespa. They slashed a tire. Like they have plans on hurting her. Even before we even get back to the Vespa, someone has thrown glass down there at them. They are in danger. And Candace knows it. Van knows it. The other two ladies know, they know it. And, but still when she is confronted by these men, she takes out a cigarette. She's looking real cool. I mean, she, like, this could be its own film series to me. Like, just the the foolishness that this character gets into. Vanessa in Paris? Yeah, and they're calling her Terrer. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. you know, I looked that up and I saw that that was a historical figure, of someone who was just insatiable, which is so fitting. The only reason why they get out of this little scuffle is because there's a, there's a violent altercation taking place behind them and the men who are surrounding them go to check that out. And then Van runs. So from there, it's I'm like, okay, Van has completely reshaped her identity. Van is just like going wherever the wind is taking her. Van didn't feel scared to me when she was confronted by those men. I think she knew that like violence, you know, like me being hurt, Physically is a real possibility here, but you know this is. She seems very
0: out of body, and we get to that because later in the episode when she breaks down,
1: mm-hmm. you can
0: tell that was that wasn't her. She referenced Amelie, which I never saw that movie. Me neither. I looked it up, and it's the same wig. Amelie came out in two thousand one. It's a rom com. It's a fanciful comedy about a young woman who discreetly orchestrates the lives of people around her creating a world exclusively of her own making. And it was shot in Paris.
1: I mean, is Amelie stealing hands? Is Amelie like out here busting people over the head? I don't know. I, I just doubt it. No, but, but I, I understand. I, the, I get
0: the point of creating yeah. your own world. Like she just created her, she created a own personality. All those situations she was in, she did not need to be in. No, they were None completely
1: of them. avoidable.
0: She put herself in madness, mm-hmm. we find out what the baguette was for. True, she beat a dude up with the baguette, beat him bloody to the face.
1: Yeah, so she's searching for this package, and she realizes that there's a young man who has it. So she goes to this. It looks like a museum. She is trying to retrieve this package, and they have like this old fashioned Western standoff. But yes. Old boy ain't got no weapon. She kind of tells us that this baguette is super stale, and when it's stale, it gets really hard. It was like two weeks old. Now I
0: had a baguette after. Now it do get hard after like. It does. And you have to throw it away. And she was like, "What? Two, three weeks?" I was like, "Damn, let me keep a stale baguette in my house just in case." You don't have to get a baguette that's
1: that long. So seeing it stick out of her bag felt like. It but was hilarious. Yeah, now when I'm replaying it and they keep saying, like, she does not want, she ain't put this baguette down. Because I know. we go to her apartment and then we leave her apartment, she got the baguette. And I'm like, why you got the baguette? But now it's like, that's her gun. That's yeah. her weapon of choice. And she's not going to part with it. What does bread represent? And for her to use that as her violence. Because when I think bread, I think like money. I also think oh, Jesus. Okay. At this point,
0: everyone's looking at packages. Drugs. We keep going to different locations, and I guess let's go back. Go, going back to the Amelie description, it was it says it was shot in like eighty different Parisian locations, and so I well, without seeing the movie, I guess I'm guessing that this why we're moving from location to location to location all over Paris
1: mm-hmm.
0: because we haven't really. Done that in the uh, previous episodes, we've always yeah. been in like one location. Even with the the drug episode with Paperboy, he's walking through Amsterdam, a certain part. Yeah, of, yeah. He's, and um, we're not we're not going on vespas and going yeah. on the metro and
1: running. and getting to a specific destination is not right. the point of that episode. It's like getting to know Lorraine is the point of that episode. But this episode, it is like, where are we going? Exactly. What's happening here? We never get us a, a chance to just sit with Van. She's uh-huh. always go, 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 go. We're here. We're there. We're here, we're there. We never get a chance to, like, isolate her in one space. I mean, these are beautiful sets. We don't get even get a chance to to enjoy it. She does her damage, and then she leaves. yes.
0: next location. is this the restaurant? It's a private party. Yes. They invite them to the party. Candace is like, no, we're good. Zosha and um, Sharice, they're like, hey, we here,
1: might as well. After they have seen her bludgeon a person. So this isn't completely realistic to me. Everybody is kind of living on the edge right now. Like even they really want to get there and let their hair down. Well,
0: what would you do? So you're on like this kind of girl strip. Your friend- notices their friend you know from Atlanta I can see there's like a safety there yeah they're not gonna go off by themselves like where
1: are they gonna go you're already deep in Paris I think they know how to I think they can find a way to get back to their hotel I think we're in the the days of Uber candace has already told y'all that they know that she knows Van from Atlanta. So if I'm seeing a woman constantly being like, "Hello, we have with we, the French we, accent. We, "Oh, mademoiselle, sit here." I'm thinking, and they even say like they they use the term, they use a, they they admit that okay, she's mentally unstable like something isn't right. Because yeah. you're not putting down this baguette. You're speaking with this French accent when you are from Atlanta, you, you, and we're all over the place. You just, you just heard a man. You just heard somebody like it was nothing. And I don't, so they already know that they are not with someone who is completely stable. I think they just don't care because they are not the, the object, They like they're not the center or they're not the focus of her violence. So um, maybe okay. they feel safe in that way. And maybe they just want to see more damage. I, I do think some of this is, is interesting to see a Black woman be outwardly violent like this with these white folk. Now, she did bludgeon a Black man. Yeah. Which is like, mm, you know, but look at what she's doing to Alex, this celebrity. Spits in this man's face literally you know like there's something about that that is you feel like you're in a fantasy because like where is a black woman going to get away with stuff like that not to say that black women want to do that but you know if we're thinking about what what the world has done to black women it's like hey there's payback here maybe i don't know but It is like, oh my gosh, like she has the nerve to do this. I want to follow her around. I want to see what's going on here.
0: Well, we get the sense that Candace knows something's wrong with her and she's really trying to help her friend. And I guess the point I'm trying to make is like, I don't think Zosha and Shanice are going to leave Candace.
1: I think they would leave Candace, especially Shanice because Shanice is not their friend. Shanice is Zosha's cousin. So I don't think Shanice is going to leave Zosha. I don't think Zosha is going to leave Shanice. And they, you know, I, I think they did leave her when they sit down to have this meal. They don't well, follow Candace. Okay, true.
0: But they're in the same building. That's true. So they're in this fancy dinner party. Zosha and Shanice are at the table. Van goes down the kitchen. Now she's like, I don't know, a waiter, half cook, half waiter. Yeah. Candace follows her to the kitchen. You find out the package is hands the cook these preparing fried hands Well, is that cornbread cornbread on the side it looked like a little sliver of cornbread that's what it looked like to me me too it looked like fried hands with cornbread
1: so it was having fried like fried chicken and cornbread except hands
0: so so at this dinner experience the people at at the table they were told to cover the napkin with cover their face with the napkin and they're supposed to eat without seeing what they're eating. I'm not doing. Ciao. But they're up for an adventure. Zosha and Shanice are like, we in Paris. We're going to be Parisian for the day. Van breaks down when Candace mentions Lottie, her daughter,
1: mm-hmm. and she has a violent breakdown. When they're in Van's apartment, Candace says, "Can we talk in the kitchen? Because right. I think she wants to show Van some grace. Yeah. Like I don't want you to have this. I, I don't want you admit. I don't want you to have to admit to lying in front of these two women that you don't know. Right. But girl, I got to get to the bottom of this because I see your phone blowing up with calls. I know you have a daughter. You have a French accent. So, Where like I'm girl? On? What is going on?" So let's go into the kitchen. So it's interesting that this oh they're in the kitchen again in the kitchen. It's also interesting that it happens in someone's home because like it's still like a very intimate setting. Doing that in a in a domestic space feels appropriate because it's a little bit more intimate to Van. Like it is two women speaking in a kitchen in a home. It it offers a space to kind of let your hair down to kind of let the the breakdown happen you know what I'm saying like I, yeah I think there's a difference between this happening in someone's home as opposed to it happen happening on a bridge as opposed on to a happening street. on a street you know what I'm saying so like this happening in somebody's home feels feels right to me just the mention of Lottie, I knew that that was going to be like the breaking point Mm -hmm. because up until that point, Lottie hadn't, hadn't been mentioned. And I'm wondering why that is. And I'm thinking if I am in Candace's shoes and I haven't seen Van in a very long time, if I see Van every single day, I'm going to be like, where's Lottie? Is Lottie here with you? Oh, is Lottie with Ern?" But if I haven't seen Van in a very long time, I'm thinking, does she have custody? This, like, let me not bring that. You know, first like, of all, you're, at, you're in Paris, and you right,
0: and it's, you're not on vacation. You you're you are acting like you have a life here. here. Yeah, you've been here. You got the accident and everything. So I'm like, what happened to your kid Like, you everything good? You okay?
1: Yeah. Is but okay that okay might not be something that I bring up immediately, because I'm assuming like that's a tough topic. I just feel like Lottie is Candace's like big joker. Like I- I'm gonna win with this. You gonna you gonna cut it out? You're about to cut it out right now.
0: I've been following you all over Paris. I've been
1: with letting this... you collect these books. I've with been this letting you collect these books. And this wig
0: and this accent,
1: <laughs> girl. But Lottie is my big joker now. And I'm gonna be like, hey, I got to, I got to humble you real quick so we can go ahead and get to the bottom of this because what are you? Doing. It's interesting. Did you see in the beginning of the episode where they had that shot of the meat? Atlanta is spelled out in the meat labels. No, I didn't,
0: I didn't get it.
1: I saw that and I was I was thinking, like, because you know, you watch the show over and over again, and I was thinking like, like that makes so much sense it being in like raw flesh, because we have a woman who's like bludgeoning people. And walking around with hands in her bag, I think she picked up a hand when she was at that butcher shop. Probably, she was picking up a hand. Probably, yeah. And that's exact. You know, that's when she picked up that hand that was in that vase in that in that museum. Like she's going around collecting hands, collecting hands. So it's in, so it it makes sense that the title cards are about to show you something that is like kind of unfiltered, something that is kind of undone, uncooked, raw, bloody.
0: So we find out Van finally breaks down, takes off the wig and has a heart-to-heart with Candace and says that we get more truth about how she ended up in Europe, period. She was, she took her daughter to school. She said she was driving, closed her eyes, and then got scared to open them again. And when she picked her daughter up, she said she felt like her daughter knew her mother did something that was wrong. She said she felt like a bad mother. Dropped off to her parents' house, and then just booked booked a trip to
1: Europe. I'm not here to diagnose Van, but you're saying things like I don't even remember the flight. Yes. You know, like I'm I'm wondering like are we losing time here? like what, what is happening van? Like what's, what is going on? Like we need to get van to a doctor and quickly because for things like that to be happening, and then you come here and you're not at peace because in when, when you get to Amsterdam, you see someone be murdered True. as if it was, you saw someone be murdered as if it was justified as if it was the right thing to do as it was, as if it was a natural act and it's not. And I think that that has been having a lingering effect on, on Van. I don't think Van has come back from that. I think she was already in a space where she was, her mental state was incredibly vulnerable and then having something like that happen. The only thing I wish for this episode, I wish that conversation was between her and
0: Ern. Because it seems like when it comes to Lottie, it's like Van is her only parent. Earn mm-hmm. never talks about the struggles of being a father and being on the road, being away, whatever feelings he has. If he never, it don't even exist. It's like, you don't even know, you forget Earn's the daddy until until he upset and be like, oh, so uh, I'm trying to talk, talk to my, you're you're my daughter's mother. But other than that, Erin never mentions his child. And so I kind of felt like it was unfair for, like, I, I wish the conversation was between both the parents
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they can both discuss how they felt about being parents and solutions they can have to help each other out. But that did not happen. But I do like the Black girlfriend camaraderie, like you said, like this episode yeah. shows the points of having a girlfriend.
1: If we haven't seen Ern be as present in Lottie's life, I think if he is not as present in Lottie's life, then he's more than likely not as present in Van's life. Well, and that so, has to do
0: with Van, so, but still, when he's with his, when the episodes of him by himself outside of Van, why is this child only connected when we talk about Van?
1: Yeah, I guess I'm. I'm just trying to make a point about why it feels it feels right to me for Van to be having this conversation with the Candace as opposed to an Urn. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I do wish that this would have been shared with Earn because it does seem like at, a, at certain points, like Earn wants to know what's going on. And, but I think there's just certain things that I'm going to tell my girlfriends before I tell my romantic partner. No, I get you know? that part. Yeah, no, and I know you get that. I'm just saying, like, it feels it just to for me it it feels right. It feels it feels good, but it it would have been nice to see her share that with Earn, if only for him to kind of take some responsibility. Yes, I'm not saying that Earn. I'm not saying that Van's mental state is Earn's fault. I'm no, not no, saying no, that no. at all. But I I do think that it's got to be hard raising a child by yourself. Yes. And with you, you know, like, it's never like, oh, I'm going to bring Lottie out. I'm, You know, when we in, when we in London, I'm going to bring Liar Lottie out. here yes. for a week. It always seems like Lottie is... Connected to Van only. And a hurdle that he has to jump through. Like, oh, man, I got to pick up my kid. So I can't really be present in this other space that I need to be. Even though he's doing things for his kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not...
0: I wish... I mean, yes, financially, but I wish we would, men could have more conversations on how how do you feel as a father? Like how Van was talking to Candace about how she felt as a mother, where those conversations were earned in his boys about how does he truly feel as a father? Yeah. What are his struggles just mentally, you know? how does you know how does he feel does he feel like he's a great dad does he feel like he can do more like nothing did you see the post-credit scene i did
1: who's the white guy that's the guy who's been showing up in all the episodes the dead one yes oh lord
0: oh and so in the post-credit scene earn gets a bag that he says it's not his but it's a picture of this dead white ghost.
1: I believe that some that's- some merchandise. Him. Yeah, it had a very like- It was spooky. What's the name of that movie where um, the here's Johnny- I have no idea. The Shining- the shining. Like the, I don't be watching like these when, scary movies. When you zoom into a picture, you see that the the main character in The Shining was there like years ago, like years ago to the point where it's like you shouldn't have been alive at that point. So it's like he's a ghost returning to the returning to the hotel. Why does this white man have urn's same name? I'm assuming we will learn more about this man. Yes, in the next because
0: he did. His name
1: was Earn in them episodes. Yeah. Okay. So I think we're going to, there's going to be something dealing with Urn and, and ghosts and ghouls because like this white man is connected to him. Hey y'all, hope you enjoyed the show. Hit us up on Instagram at CurryGumbo. Gumbo. Hope to see you next week. Bye.